I'm Brad. I'm Justin. And I'm not the Cinemaiden. We're just three friends chatting movies in a galaxy far, far away. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome to another episode of The Cinema Guys. This week we will be talking all things Star Wars again. We haven't done that in a while, in about a year or so. And we have a special guest. (laughs) We do. We have a special guest. My wife. Hello. (laughs) Is here. The Cinemaiden is not getting Star Wars for like another month. So she unfortunately cannot be on with us and she's very angry about this. she is very angry about this you think <laughs> i would like be. it as much then in star wars uh i don't think it's as big there if this is your first time in welcome we love having you here if you're returning for another episode thank you for coming back and listening to us banter on about movies so how did it do in the box office star wars well, they're calling it a disappointment in the box office because it only made $175 million. How much did oh, it cost to make? 400 Oh, so it's got a little ways to catch up. <laughs> it's got a, it has a little ways to go, but it's because it's, its opening weekend was the lowest of these three. So therefore, they're like, I still maintain oh, it's because it was the I'm surprised by that. weekend. I, I think we'll have, to, we'll have to see how the... Uh, holiday box office goes for it because i mean it's the weekend before christmas it's gonna be a little rough for it well like i said we're talking rise of skywalker this week we'll have a top this on the new trilogy favorite moments in that here's the book report it's the book report (laughs) (laughs) don't have don't have the cinemate in here to really make fun of me about it now, Kara, are you like in love with all the Star Wars? All of them? No. One through no. Now, no. nine? No, I am very happy to go on the record and say that I think that episodes one, two, and three are dumpster fires, with three being the largest fire of them all. Oh, that it wasn't that bad. I like one, two, and three, but. Yeah, no. You're not alone. That's clearly the main. This is the biggest strain in our marriage right now. <laughs> Just so you, so you know. <laughs> episode three came out when we first started dating and i had uh, to make fun of him a lot yeah it's not a the lot. best I, and i really you know it, star wars as a whole i love all the star wars movies it's, it's just fun yeah okay i would say that i am a big fan i've read several novels i think i've watched everything that you can watch now uh except for that one there's that new ser- animated series Oh, Resistance? Resistance. The one that's on Disney? I haven't read. I haven't watched that. But other than that, I feel like I've watched it all. And I've read a lot. And so I'm really in to the world. Like the world. I love the okay. world. But anyway, so we'll go. That's where I'm at right now. Now, here's the thing. Like, I do. I've always enjoyed Star Wars. Like, I've made it a point to see them in the theaters. I remember growing up. I think Return of the Jedi was the first one I ever saw in a theater. Um, I had I had a big crush on Han Solo. Um, I had the Ewok dolls. I had the action figures. Like, I was all in. So nice. when the prequels came out, I was really excited for them. And then you now know my opinion. <laughs> um, but these. I have loved these with exclusion of eight, but that's okay. So it you're an above together. average fan then, I think. Yes. And yes. I, I would say I'm above average. Brad, you're I've just read a books. damn boy altogether. Yes. Yes. Like yes, I am. Because you, like you like collecting it, too. He, I think he, I'm correct. really uh, into the story. Like, I love... Agreed. That's why I like the books. Yes. I love anything about jedis i'd like to read like i see and that's the thing like the few things that i've read i've loved because it's like given the backstory that you don't get to see in the movies and just kind of dips into the universe more yeah i enjoy and i think that's why i didn't like episodes one two and three because the story is so weak now do you and brad share the same opinion on episode nine i I I think think so. so yeah okay i'm interested in that but let's uh let's jump into top this 
So for this episode's top this, we are just staying in the new trilogy of movies. So we'll just stay with the these three, and we're going to give our top three moments, our favorite either scenes, moments, whatever you want, of this new trilogy of movies. Let's do it. Let's do it. Now, I know Kara is not the biggest Star Wars fan, and she doesn't really like, oh my gosh, this scene, oh my gosh, this scene. She's not like me. No, but well, and he was like, I was like, really? You're telling me this now? Like, I would need to go rewatch seven and eight because I don't store all movie knowledge in my brain. Like, I watch it, I enjoy it, and then it leaves and I make room for other things. So I can can give you three great moments from this film, and that's probably what I will do. Okay, that's fair. So I'll go ahead. I'll start it off with one of as a cinemaiden doesn't like particular order. I'm going to go particular order as always. Mm. So my my number three, a scene that I actually really like is General Hux's speech in The Force Awakens. Oh, the like Hit, Hitler Nazi Germany yes, speech. Yes, I, I I just like how they set it up like it's an old the old Nazi regime type mm-hmm. of thing, like this powerful evil force that's ready to destroy everyone, and he. And just the way it's laid out with them all just and, and lined call, up. Call and him what he is, General Hugs. General Hugs. Yes. General Hugs, not Hugs. Hugs. But I, I really enjoyed that scene. I mean, it's a visually, it's a really cool visual scene. No, it's really good. I, that is good. I think my number three is uh, episode seven. They're running, and she doesn't want to find the junk. The plane blows up from him, and it pans over to the Millennium Falcon for the first time, and that's the junk. I thought oh, that yes. was. I <laughs> that thought was that was probably. It's actually. It's definitely. Yeah, that's my number three, but it could be my number one. They're all three kind of the same. I love. It them was all. that. It was that nostalgic scene that brought you into the sequels, going from you know these movies that you loved before, right? Because you know Millennium Falcon's coming, but they introduced it in such a surprising, fun way. You didn't expect it to come right then. Yeah, I liked it. It's good. I would say episode seven, if I was going to pick one, and I know he's told me I don't have to pick from one <laughs> you, of each, and I'm not going to, um, but it's whenever Poe and Finn and Ray are all together for the first time, and you get that mm. true dynamic of what that friendship is going to be. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. It's nice and relational. It is. I am very relational. <laughs> That's what I do. Ooh, and then I wonder if our number ones will be the same because my number one is very relational. Oh, is it? Yeah, and mine are just going to be like, ooh, these are cool action scenes. <laughs> of course they are. Okay, Brad, number two. Or, or Nazi Germany Hitler scenes. Yes, or Nazi <laughs> Germany Hitler speeches. I think we might have a problem in our house, Justin. Can you come and pray please, over him? Please send help. So my number two, I'm staying with Force Awakens, and it's the lightsaber duel in the forest when it's snowing. Ooh, that one is pretty. I, I thought it was very Good. beautiful to look at, and I just loved kind of that original real connection that she gets with the Force right then. when like. And at that moment, you still, the first time watching it, you still don't know if Finn's not a Jedi either. Like, you still Correct. are like, is he Jedi too? Uh, Because he's got the lightsaber, and then that's when she pulls the, you know, the lightsaber right past Kylo Ren to her, and that's when you're like, yeah, that was a good scene. I mean, even because earlier you got Finn kind of stops and he has a moment of like, oh, something connected with him at that Mm -hmm. that point. So you're like, is he a Jedi too? I I still think Finn is a Jedi. I think he could be. He just hasn't been trained. Possible. It's possible. They focused on Ray. They didn't focus on him. (laughs) True. True. Well, they did forget a lot of things, like these Jedi <laughs> Force sensitive people that are all over the universe that they made a big Truth. deal about in the last movie. They didn't bring up in this one, but yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> all right, so my number two is the Last Jedi, which is a thing of my favorite of the three really? films. Um, actually, it could be my favorite of all. No, I love that one, and because I, I think the best thing about all these movies is Kylo and Ray's relationship. I love it. So, but their fight scene. Uh, after he kills Grand Admiral Snoke. I really like that fight scene, the just fight in scene general. Ray and Kylo fight mm-hmm. together. Yeah. That's my favorite. I, that's my second one. That's good. I just love that whole scene. And not just because it's a cool fight scene, because it is a really cool fight scene, but 
it's creative. I like when they can do new creative things with lightsabers because we've seen, mm -hmm. you know, the long fight a thousand times. So it's when you can do something new, that's exciting. And it just showed a lot about their relationship. Like they got really connected and close in that moment. And you could feel that in the, in the, movie. the first time like, they kind of like, I wanted her to kind of a, a team up for the first time, so to speak. I remember thinking at that moment, like, oh, my gosh, they're going to team up and be their own thing together. That's <laughs> which, what I thought. Which I, I really that. think I would have been okay with. I, I, I Like, I didn't yeah. want them to be bad, but I would have been okay with them together. Kind of defining their own. Right. Yeah. If they were together, bad or good. Yeah. I well, been in that scene <laughs> specifically, one of the things that I told Brad is I don't love that movie, but it is visually stunning. And that is one of those scenes where just there there's a lot going on but the way they've got the colors laid out the just the momentum of the fight yeah. is it, it's oh, just yeah. it's yeah, a yeah. really pretty fight which sounds silly but it's beautiful no it is it is very you appreciate production and so that that's a very like almost you're right like stage like mm -hmm. quality of that scene because it opened up wide and right. you saw everything right together. i mean it, it yeah. just is a really well neat done. I like scene that. oh it absolutely is and it, everything was very timed out perfectly to give it a, a great visual from when, you know, the red cape in the back bursts into flames. So it opens up with, to space behind it. And then they're fighting these guards that all have these different weapons. I, I love that scene. That scene is phenomenal. So I guess Here, my, <laughs> okay, my number two, I'm going to combine two moments into one for my number two and they're two at very different points but it's the the element that they bring to the movie that i think that i like so much right. um and the first moment is it's episode nine and it's when poe and finn are there and he's like i can't do this without you and he goes oh thank you i appreciate that very much general general and you get the humor of it and uh, then along with that is whenever we're doing spoilers, right? Uh, not yet. Late now. Well, no, <laughs> like it. okay. Then for I for can't... the new movies, that's fine. We're we're gonna get into spoilers anyway, so go oh, ahead. Yeah. From henceforth, well, well, my next one is a big spoiler. Okay, so we're gonna have some spoilers for the new movie. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go see it. Come back and because listen on. I I love whenever she puts the lightsaber behind her back. Oh, and then yes. Kylo grabs it. Oh, yeah. And, and, and then and he does, does like little... the, the, the little curtsy, like, and now watch out, <laughs> MFers, because I'm going to get you. Now we <laughs> like, can fight. I love it. Just that, yeah, that... That, that little bit of humor and that, that rise, like both of those made me have that, that hopeful feeling inside that yeah. you yeah. want to have with these movies. Yeah, I agree. I would say those are almost two totally different moments. Oh, no, they are 100%. That's what I said. They are completely different moments. Those are her two and one combined together. Yeah. No, it, And that's, that's fine. We can, we can go with that. They are completely different, but the feeling that they gave me were very similar. Okay. I can see that. So my number one is the fight against the Praetorian Guards. Seriously? You had, that's your number one? That's my number oh. one moment. I love that scene so much. That's yeah, a good one. It's a good one. Those weren't um, those weren't the same guards that guarded Palpatine. Were they? What were they called? They had a name. I always just call them Emperor's guards. They had a name, and I can't remember what they're called now. The Imperial, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> they look like the pikemen for the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's they do. I always but... He's like the Pope. So that that that's my favorite moment in the new movies. Mine is the kiss. I. You uh, like that? Really? In episode episode nine, man, I I love them. I think they really are the strongest two characters of the entire series, and I thought that kiss was weird that everyone kept dying and coming back to life again. But I really liked that kiss. I I was my favorite part because I wanted them to be together. I okay, liked, here's the thing: I would have been all so good with the kiss, the kiss if he had continued to live. Again, with the spoilers piece. So if you need to cut me out, cut me out. <laughs> but no, I, I agree. Like, I liked the kiss and I clapped. Mm -hmm. And the guy sitting next to me the first time I saw I was like, really? It's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm here for this. I am good with this. I, I think it's a moment that people wanted to see in the previous movie. That yeah. They didn't get. Okay. My number one is the very last scene 
Ray and Poe and Finn, when they see each other, you can tell they're all looking for each other across the crowd. And then they see each other and they just walk to each other and they embrace. And it is just the that culmination of we were all in this as individuals, but we were in it together. We support each other. And it, it was, yeah, we have our differences. Yes, we bicker, but we're family and we're here together. Man, they really dropped that Rose character, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they we did. talked about that. <laughs> it was like... Wasn't there like a whole relationship there we were supposed to be into? And yeah. That, that, yeah. That's part of well, my I discussion. Think, I think they wanted the relationship between um, him and what's her name? The new girl. Yeah, the new girl. Because I think that's going to be the next series because Lando's like, well, let's find out. And it's going to be Lando and yeah. her and Finn going off and doing their thing. I yeah, think that that's going to be the next. Yeah, no. We'll find out. Either that or Lando is like into young girls. <laughs> also possible. Which could be true. It could be. It could be. I mean, it that, that does kind of go with his vibe. I'll say if you have any favorite moments from the sequel, just or the sequel trilogy, let us know. Just go to wearethecinemaguys.com and you can contact us and let us know some of yours because there are a lot in it. I'm sure we, we didn't even barely touch on and, and I'm really surprised that one of your top moments wasn't what made you cry every time you saw this movie. <laughs> you want to guess where he cried every time, Justin? Hold on. Hold on. Which one? No, on the, in the new movie. Yes. On the new movie. Oh, in the new movie. Every movie, time. Every time. Seen it three times and I teared up all three and, times. And we're not talking a little bit of tears. Like <laughs> tear tears. When you saw the old X-Wing? No. No. Okay. What is it? When Chewie got his medal. <laughs> Why? It just and that metal was dumb. I was the whole time. I was like, "This metal." There's nothing about Chewie that ever says, "Man, he really wants medals." It just uh, it's from the first one. It just hit me. It just got me. When Chewie gets his medal, yeah, because he never got a medal for what? In the first the one, they all Yavin. He never got a medal. They, everybody else gets a medal, but Chewie doesn't get a medal. That's because he's. I always interpreted like Wookies don't want ornaments. <laughs> On them. They're I, good. I always took it as he's a Wookiee. He doesn't get it. That's hilarious. Before we jump into the movie, I want to say head over to patreon.com slash the cinema guys. Become a patron of the show. We are going to have some patron exclusive content coming out early next year. We're going through the AFI's top 100 and doing some thoughts on those movies. But yeah, head over there and Watch for those coming soon. The dark side of the Force is a pathway to many abilities some consider to be unnatural. Rise of Skywalker. We've already done spoiled everything. So yeah, what, what star rating did you give it on your letterbox? I gave it a three and a half. Three and a half. Lower than you gave Michael Bay's new movie. Uh, I, that, that one. All right. So let me preface it with saying I learned a lesson that I, I really wanted to see this movie and I just had surgery on my foot. So I went out and, and I was like, Oh, we'll be in these big chairs. So it'd be nice to have my foot up, but it wasn't high enough. So my foot hurt oh, the entire time. I got you. And I was uncomfortable the entire time and I was agitated. And there was a guy next to me who was like inhaling his pizza like, you know how people eat sometimes and they like inhale when they eat like, yeah. Oh yeah. And that, and then like licking his fingers and that was just annoying me too. And so it was like a lot. So I will preface that I probably wasn't in the best mental space, <laughs> but you know, three and a half is a good score. It means I like it okay. a little more. Than okay. Nine. okay. That Michael Bay movie. I just, I think I might've been on painkillers, but I, <laughs> I was thinking, like, this is really fun. I like, I really like Ryan Reynolds' character. And- That's what we'll go with. You were on painkillers when you watched. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my wife, she had to leave, uh, so she unfortunately won't be able to finish this up with us. One of our children is sick, so she had to take him to the doctor. Was that in the agenda, the Hargis household update? Yes, it was. I mean, it was on there. The <laughs> but she. She gave her score. She gave it a four and a half. Four and a half. And she said, because this is she loved this movie, and it made her feel that same feeling she got 
when she watched Return of the Jedi, which is her favorite Star Wars movie. And it gave her that same excitement and joy and just fun. So that's why she gave it that high. Got it. And then you, you gave it like a 7 out of 5? For me, I gave it a 10 out of 5. No. For me, I I did go a full 5 out of 5. I absolutely loved this movie. Like, I loved... And you liked it more. You think it's your favorite of the three. This this is my favorite of the new trilogy. I absolutely love this movie. The end. I mean, I'll I'll break down what it is that I just that really that I really 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 like about this movie, and I find it to be the a great satisfying end to the saga. It just to me it 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 was a perfect ending. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it was a good ending. It was fine. Are we, are we saying what we don't? I mean, I mean <laughs> that's our scores. We've already spoiled. So The reason I did three is because... So I thought the last 45 minutes of the movie was awesome. Like, I loved it. Like, from, all, all, from when he kind of turned? They, well, basically from the time they got to that Palpatine's world. Like, when... when yeah, when, ben, when uh, you know, Kylo... You know, Leia dies and Kylo changes. Then that moment off, okay, I think was the best part. And then because those are the two characters I love, anyways, and focus more on them. I always thought these movies were weaker every time they took the focus off Ray and Kylo. Like in the last movie, that whole venture, the whole wasted relationship between Rose and Finn yeah, they, as they go to that weird world. They kind of know? really abandoned that whole Rose Finn relationship yeah, like, i wonder why because at the end of it she's she like kisses him and yeah and and says that something about she loves him and then yeah. in this one it's just like they're buds like you know he's like patting her on the shoulder and then well and what do you think the purpose of was of the finn saying something and then that being reintroduced later hey what were you gonna say and, and then, then they never never there there were was, at I mean, first it's cool it's if they're gonna do more with it but as a conclusion, it's a weird element. At first, I thought, you know, maybe it might be a I love you type of thing. But then more into the movie, I think it's something because he was had a connection to the force, too, to where maybe there was something like either he knew who she was or, you know, hey, I feel it, too. Like, right. But why would you put in a a, shroud, a weird shroud of mystery in a movie you're not going to go further into? Isn't that weird? So you can save it for later sequels. No, oh, I thought they weren't <laughs> doing later sequels. So yeah. So, anyways, I uh, I so the only thing I didn't like about the beginning part, I mean, it was fun. I was like, oh, okay, it's fun. Uh, was it was so weirdly coincidental where I was like, all right, you just this whole thing that we've been wondering about this huge mystery, the ship that dropped her off, and we don't know who her parents are. And then suddenly we're on the right planet and there's the ship just sitting there this entire time. And it's right there. And okay. And this is the one, and this is the droid. And this is the thing. Like it just all was so overly like easy. It was actually so easy. I thought, Oh, this is all a ruse. This is going to be a ploy. That's why they're making, but now I was like, Oh no, they just were going with, this is how easy it is. No, it it, was it was very coincidental. My my wife, she made the comment of, this is like a Goonies adventure where it's like, oh, we found this. Now let's move on. Oh, now we found this. Oh, this happened yeah. coincidentally. It just and Even with the map where she holds it up to the water, I mean, that's like a yeah. Goonies scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like when he holds the skull up. Like it's the same thing. Ye intruders beware. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. So that all that was weird to me. And I just didn't care for the... Uh, like, I thought Poe was sort of watered down in this one. I thought Finn was watered down in this one. I didn't like that they abandoned Rose. I didn't care for this new tribal folk that they got up with that were old. I mean, I thought the story behind them was cool. If we explored that more, like, oh, that was a whole other sect of stormtroopers that decided to quit too. That's cool. I like that idea. It just was thrown in there. Okay, and now and now they're super fighters and well not um, not just a sect of stormtroopers that quit, but she also had almost a force feeling too. Right. To where she didn't believe it. 
No, that yeah, I'll, I'll they agree. They play with that line um, in episode seven where Finn was like, "Well, the Force will show us," and Han Solo was like, "That's not how the Force works." Like, you, you know, he's figuring out how the Force works, sort of. I, I like that, but I just found it a little boring. I guess that part, all those things. I was like, all right. I agree that there there is a lot that they put into this movie. This movie could have easily been three hours or two movies itself because there is just so much that they packed into this to, so it, they could tie it all up. Don't you feel like they were doing with that last movie? Like when you see the kid force the broom to him, like, oh, man, there's going to be a whole bunch of new force users. Yeah, but they kind of they kind of they kind of abandoned that part. Because when they were talking about things, you know, hope will rise. You're like, oh, okay, there's going to be a whole lot of new things. I also, this is just a little thing. I wish that, I think they should have died, Kylo and Rey together. Like when when the Emperor like supposedly killed them the first time, not the seventh time. Uh, um, <laughs> like when he supposedly when he, killed when he them, sucked I their was, life force out. And, and I was like, oh, and you know what? It's going to be all the Jedi in them that kill him i thought that would have been cool if they had died like okay that, that now now they there really will be no more skywalkers because they are dead although her rise is awesome like that's a great that could have been one of my top scenes too when the voices of the past come like uh and her tell her to rise yeah like that that was a great great so i'm glad they didn't for that scene and i liked the kiss and i i do like that he died after it but i feel like Maybe they both should have died. I, I kind of wish it, it would have been like taking him down together instead of her, all of the Jedi in her coming and then her taking him down. I kind of wish it would have been a team thing. Yeah. Like their connection was so strong and then all the Jedi with them to take him down. I, I, I would have liked that. Like I still enjoyed, I still was satisfied with the end. Yeah. I liked the Knights of Ren. That was fun. I thought they were wasted. I yeah, thought. definitely wasted, but it was fun to see them. Like you didn't really they were like the bounty hunters and critters or something. They just were there. Yeah. You don't really know anything about. Them. <laughs> oh, okay. They're scary. They're, they're just the the new cool characters that look awesome. There was yeah. oh, they look sweet and then Oh, I'm sure they'll do stuff with them. Some side stories is my the, guess. I I feel like there needs to be um, a book to know more about the Knights of Ren and what they are and who I, they are. I didn't I'm sure I think there actually is. There's a lot. If you go to Wikipedia, there's a lot on all of them. I did like the machine that was holding the limp body of Palpatine. I thought that was cool. I liked how they had him alive, so I didn't think I would like it, but I did. Did, did you like how, obviously, that that he came back and that there were these other... I think it was like a Sith cult that was there, and then they used cloning and the the way he said he created Snoke to... Yeah. For this whole thing, like, did you like that kind of yeah, turn but to again, the story? They, they glossed over that so fast. I guess I didn't have time to process that very much because it was really fast. Well, yeah, everything, everything that they they came with kind of went quickly because they kind of yeah. had to. Here's the well, info. Okay, we got to move on to the next one. And all those shadowy figures were like ghosts, right? No, I and think that, I. Oh, see, I thought those were like ghosts. I, I've I've read a little on this and I think it was a Sith cult. This is this area that they live out in the, you know, unknown regions in Exegol and they brought the emperor there. And then, I mean, I feel like that was, they just appeared though. Didn't they appear like ghosts and disappear like ghosts? Like I I thought, I don't think they ever did that. They were, I thought they were like the, all the Sith from the, the ghosts of the Sith from the past. I can, I can, I guess I could see that. I don't, I didn't see them disappear. Even when it got destroyed, I just thought everyone got crushed. <laughs> oh no! See, I, I really thought, and just like Ray was now encompassing all the Jedi of the past, he was all the Sith of the past encompassed. That's what I thought, anyways. I definitely think those little creatures were uh, some sort of weird culty thing. Now, did you like that, that like- Ray was a Palpatine and not just a nobody? Yeah, cool, cool, cool. I liked it. I, and so, and so, and I also like that I got to hold to my Kylo Ren never lied because he didn't. His her parents were yeah junkers. he did he didn't. His, her parents were were nobodies. So they did, chose to be nobodies. Who was the mom of uh, of of his child? Like who did <laughs> that? I, that I don't know. 
I've, I've been trying. I've been trying to figure out the timeline of like when, you know, he had I children. Mean, it was probably before he got all funky. That's She's what I was thinking. Some like, Naboo girl, right? That would be my guess. Like when he was in the Senate, or you know, even the Chancellor when he was He's on one of them handmaidens. <laughs> you know it was. <laughs> And the the timeline of this movie, it's only one year after The Last Jedi. So all this, The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker all take place within a year or two. And technically, they are about 60 years past Episode 3, correct? Episode 3? Yeah. Episode 4 is 19 years after Episode 3. And And this is 30 years after 6. This is 30 after 6, so... Yeah, about 60 years or give or take, something like that. Yeah, or close to. Yeah, something like that. Did you at all do any digging to see what every voice of Jedi's past told her to rise? Uh, a little bit. I know that the Kanan's in there, Ahsoka's in there. Oh, Kanan's in there. Yeah. I figured one of the females was Ahsoka. I definitely heard Mace Windu. Yeah, Mace, Liam Neeson, he, you know, Qui-Gon, that one's an easy voice oh, to yeah. pick up. He's my favorite Jedi. I think, I think Yoda was in there, but it was hard to tell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then what's the, why was it such a big deal that we had the Mandalorian episode before this? Just well, for the one, healing? One, I think it was because the movie came out. They want, you know, don't sit at home, and watch Mandalorian and go see the movie. Yeah, and then happening. the other one, the other one, I think it's the force healing because yeah, the, the baby Yoda the force healed. That's the only connection that I know of. And did right. you like force healing, like that she could oh, yeah, take yeah. the whole force and heal? Oh, no, I love and I liked how she talked to the animal because that's very uh, Ezra. Oh, yeah. It, it had a, I felt it had some connections to the way they they deal with the force in Rebels, where it's, well, you know, it's, this. You get this new raw use of it because there's no one telling them what they can and can't do. So they're just experiencing it, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. And it. They need like you know the the creature in Rebels. Um, is it Bendu, the Force creature that yeah, is on yeah. the planet that talks to him? Like, is to me they they took that that the Force is through other creatures and through like everywhere and everyone and just kind of gave us that in this movie to say it's more than just a Sith and a it's Jedi. It's all things and in all things. Yeah, I mean it's it's stated from the very get go. You know when we first. Obi-Wan tells it to Luke. It's an energy field created by all living things. It surrounds us and penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. Yeah. No, no, no. It's good. And, and they never really explored that. Now, did you like that they could force project objects to each other? Or like... Ooh, um, I do. Because I think they've always had that. Right? Like, I loved the force projection lightsaber fight. Yeah, where they were connected. I mean, Luke did it in in uh, eight, anyways. Yeah, with the Han yeah, Solo he, dice. But didn't they disappear in her hand like a little bit after, or did they stay with her? Oh, I I don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, he. Might, I mean, he did it projecting himself somewhere else, and then yeah, giving an object. And I felt that they. Yeah, that's cool. It, I I like all that is fun for me when they do new things. The first and that time, was a cool way to do that. Too. The first time I saw the Last Jedi, I wasn't. 100% sure about this force connecting and seeing each other type of thing, you know, the first time I saw it. Since then, I've seen it quite a few times. I love it. And I like that they took it to the next level. Like like I said, I like yeah. the the connecting and I like the that they actually lightsaber fight. So how it switched from where Kylo Ren was and where Rey was back and forth as their lightsaber fighting. I thought that was just awesome. Yeah, yeah. I like how in these three movies... You actually really do see the conflict and turn of a person, whereas episodes one, two, and three, they were unable to do that with Anakin. Like his turn was just so fast. But in this, we saw three movies of struggle for Kylo Ren. Yes. And so his turn was more believable because we've gone through this with him. You're fine one second killing younglings the next. Yeah. He was it's he was little- had the struggle in the first one and we thought, oh, he killed his dad. So in the second one, we thought he is just going straight down that path of pure evil, but he's still, you know, conflicted and torn inside. And then 
this one, you know, flipping him back. Yeah. It could it could be construed as a little quickly just because, you know, he's supposed to be evil and then all of a sudden, okay, she stabs him, heals him and the ghost of his dad in his mind and then his mom like turn him. I I don't know. I did like that they used the force like that Leia used the force and all of her what she had left to connect to him to be like come back. Yeah. And her- I like the Leia lightsaber. Yes. And a little I, bit of pink in there. I do like they uh that they can the the story of her like they didn't have any new footage they using um previous footage they have filmed for Princess Leia to connect it but she was an integral part to the story. Yeah, it was good. And the and I she had a great moment especially you know, she got yeah. an, a farewell and everything. I like uh, Ray's new lightsaber because uh, in the video games, the orange lightsaber has always been my favorite lightsaber. <laughs> I've always, uh, when you get to create your own in the games, I will always create an orange one because that's my favorite. So I will break down. I will tell you why I love this, like why why I gave it a five star, and I thought it was a great cap to this entire saga. Seeing this movie, I see it. Now, I love that it is a Palpatine versus Skywalker, good versus evil from beginning to end. From episode one until episode nine, that's what that's what we get. So episode one, we see Palpatine as just the senator who is in the shadows, kind of. Who's having pulling, sex with some <laughs> Pulling strings and kind of molding Anakin to turn to where he wants him to come to the dark side. And then he he does, and then in the second three we have the the new Skywalker, but we still have Palpatine up top, and he thinks that he can do the same with this Skywalker, kind of pull him to his side. But seeing Luke as as a more powerful entity to where no, and he is powerful enough to pull his father back to the light, and yeah. You know, you think no, no, you no, good. you think you kill the emperor, but when you think back to episode three, when he gives that full speech of the Sith and Darth Plagueis and yeah. how they can heal, and you just get the sense of Darth Plagueis. He he knows the these dark arts and this this full Sith, and I, and I like bringing him back in this one because it to me it gave that speech. And these powers that you think he has a lot more weight of like, oh, he did study this. He did know this. And then in this. I mean, Darth Maul did it, too. <laughs> his and anger kept him alive. Half. But in that sort of like kept him alive too. the emperor, like his hate is. Yeah. And, and well, and he so also potent. had he kind of, you know, the the Sith powers. And I like like in this trilogy, you do. Ultimately, you have a Skywalker and a Palpatine that are wrestling through. And you have this emperor that is once again, twisting the Skywalker to his side more in the shadows by using Snoke and, and other things. And the, but then ultimately it is his offspring that is connected to the light that comes back, redeems the Skywalker. I don't know. I just love the whole full arc of, of this Palpatine versus Skywalker. If the whole movie had been the speed of the last 45 minutes, I would have given it five. Okay. But because I this was a little disenfranchised in the beginning, I was like, eh. And, and it wasn't like I was ever not liking it. I just was like, what is it? I didn't thought some of that was pointless. I was like, where is this going? And it's so fast. Like, okay. Well, and I didn't like that they have clearly what they have defined in the Star Wars universe as holocrons, and they didn't call them holocrons. Annoyed yeah, me. it was a wayfinder. I, I that because as soon yeah. as they pulled that out, I was like, "Oh, it's a it's a Sith holocron," but it wasn't. It was something else. Which or it may have been they just didn't know the word, so they called it a wayfinder. But and well, <laughs> and a Sith holocron has more than just a map in it. A Sith holocron would have yeah. Info when the Jedi have it too, that would just have information. Information, archives. yeah, yeah. So maybe they don't because you know they they look at it as like Jedi's are. Even the stories of of these the stories of these mythical adventures of Luke Skywalker and 
Yeah. Han Solo. Know and... Let's call them Wayfinders. <laughs> Find your way. All right. Sounds and, good. And I, I, I have looked up that in the in the texts that she has that he that says Luke was trying to find this Sith temple in Exegol. He, like he was trying to find this the Wayfinder in this area and stuff. You know how they made the point that is that the same temple from Rebels? I don't think so, but it looks it looks very similar. Might have to go back and rewatch. But in the information, uh, Luke was doing this search before his before Kylo Ren turned on him and destroyed his temple. So I'm wondering if in this search that Luke had trying to find this Sith area that. He got some sort of vision and thought, you know, when when a lot of people were like, well, that's not Luke's character when he kind of turns in The Last Jedi and turns on a saber, but then split second turns it off and Kylo Ren sees that, thinks his his master, like that's what Luke sees is, you know, he's trying to find the Sith Temple, but maybe he had a vision that, you know, this is Kylo Ren's going to take this throne. I need to stop this. Obviously, he has that split second of like, no. And then he has to go into exile like what Yoda did after the Emperor took yeah. over. And I know this movie is is very divided as the last one was. I know there are a lot of yeah. people that the last one they didn't like because Ryan Johnson, there were so many decisions to make things different than what we've known before. But I think the general public liked it fine. It was the Star Wars nerds who got mad in the last one. Yes. This one, it does seem like the general public's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, this that one didn't seem like this one. I think a bigger. This com- one, I think the criticism is more about the movie making and not the that you know, and decisions so, of the some characters. of the decisions I've I've read is the making her uh, Palpatine. A lot of people hated that, oh, which I'm fine with it. Whatever. Like her parents cool. are still yeah, nobodies. Some- her parents are still junk dealer nobodies i mean that's what they as he said that's what they chose to do because they didn't want to know who she was and it worked for me and that was don't you think the amount of star destroyers on that planet was a little over the top it was like a little bit hundreds it's like okay really how is he building this and have enough people for this fleet without anybody knowing and what are these people doing their whole lives (laughs) <laughs> yeah, operating on the ship. They're just—I guess—they're just hanging out another, on the another ship. Another day, another day, another dollar. Yeah, that's weird. Although, I guess, do you see any crew on any ships other than the main one where General Pride no, is? No, you don't. But something's them. So it made more sense if it was droids. Droids, or I mean, it could be clones too. Like aliens, we, or we don't know. I'm gonna go with maybe it was a clone fleet. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Did you like that? That General Hugs was the. Uh, oh yeah, I thought that was really fun. I kind of guessed it in the, the beginning mole. though when they were doing it and it showed him. I was like, oh, I mean, I didn't think it immediately like he is it, but I was like, oh, I wonder if it could be him. And the new characters, did you like them? The Amazonians, Babu no, Frick. I, I thought they were. I mean, I thought they could have been cool. I know you didn't like those, but like Carrie Russell's Daft Punk oh, character. You mean the did Power you like Ranger? Her? No, I did not like the Power yes. Ranger. I thought she was a wasted character, and I was like, the whole time I was like, oh, it's just a Power Ranger outfit. I thought it could have been way more creative. The whole time I was like, no, oh, I guess Mighty Morphin's whatever is existing in this world, too. I thought her character was just thrown in there and almost like a phasma. Like, oh, okay, cool. And not really much to it. We need, we need somebody to look yeah. cool. Again, that, that whole storyline, I didn't care for either, this other planet. And, and I also Another part how, that I holy crap, did you get it all that all these Star Destroyers had big giant penises? <laughs> That's what like <laughs> it was like no. the whole time I was like, man, he is they are really taking this analogy of them effing the planet, effing the the, the galaxy <laughs> to a visual extreme because they looked exactly like they were very phallic. Very, very phallic. And they shot these giant things. I did not get that. I totally got that. I thought that the whole time. The first time I saw it, I was like, oh, these ships have giant Venuses. Back to there was a lot that I've seen it three times. And every time I've seen it, I think there's more that I like pick up on and more that I'm like, oh, I didn't I didn't realize this before, or just trying to focus more on 
you know, these new characters, because they there's new characters in this that kind of come and go, like, you know, Carrie Russell's characters in there briefly, the Babu Frick character, which oh, I, yeah. I love that he little guy. Like a, I thought he was awesome. He was a kid's favorite. <laughs> the Sith language that, oh, oh see, all of a yeah, sudden C-3PO can't access this. That my least favorite plot point of it is, wait a minute, so whoever programmed him said, hey, I'm going to let him read this language, but never be able to tell. Like, why would you program that into a, a protocol door at all? Well, you would just probably not program the language. He started to say because of some republic law that came out, this is why. But he got cut off. For any law to make, like, hey, you know, there's a language of our enemies. Let's just not know it. Like you would want to know it. Yeah, like you would want to. Your 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 droids cannot speak it. it. I'm sorry, unless you erase them. You know, we won't utter that language here. That would have made more sense. Like, hey, it's not appropriate to say, but I'll say it anyways. Yeah, <laughs> that was a dumb plot point, and that uh, and it it is and it <laughs> and it linked so much of the movie hinged on that too. Yes. Yeah, that, those well, were the things where it, I was it like, came, really? it came back to the convenient plot points. The the Goonies adventure, yeah. like my my wife told me, it had the tough spot of it had to try to wrap this entire eight movies previously up into a nice little package and it it had to try to find ways to do that within a certain amount of time yeah i think i think it was it had this movie had a tough spot from the get-go but for me i mean it worked it was the nice little package that i needed i had so much fun with this movie i loved it i've seen like i said i've seen it three times and i'm probably going to see it at least three more and I enjoyed well, this movie nice so, so, so much. That you needed. <laughs> I, I did get the package that I needed <laughs> with the Star Destroyers. Well, all that said, go see Star Any- Wars. <laughs> Anything else you want to add about Star Wars The no, Rise of Skywalker? Of recommendations. Before we move into at-home recommendations, go see our friends at the Esquire Theater. We love them. And Bye. we are working on hopefully getting back to the Esquire for some screenings here in the new year. You know, it's the holiday season. We're all busy. It's kind of tough to do, but come the new year, we're going to have some more screenings there. And with Oscars coming up, they have a lot of those types of movies. Good ones. So let's move into some at-home recommendations. So at-home recommendations... Uh, well, you know, with the Golden Globes, is it four? Are four the nominated films, Netflix films, in the Golden Globes? We have Two Popes. Dolomite. We have Dolomite. Uh-huh. We have Irishman. And there's one more. Oh, no, no. Yeah, there is a Marriage Story. Yes, Marriage Story. That's it. I knew there was four. I watched all four of those. And um, with the exception of the Irishman, the other three are absolute, I think, worth watching. Oh, Dolomite's Dolomite really fantastic. good. I didn't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I, I never watched it. either, but films. I loved seeing. So, I don't know this. I knew that they existed, but I, and I know that Snoop. I love seeing Eddie Murphy my... back in like his comedy element. This was old Eddie Murphy to me. Yeah. Ooh. Um, his SNL this past week was awesome too. That's what I've heard. Really That's good. what I've heard. You should watch it. So marriage story is amazing. Both of them just really nailed it. And so anyways, those three movies, and then I did watch the entire Witcher series. And at first it had slow, it was really slow. I probably almost stopped watching it after episode two. I was like, eh, not because it was bad. I just wasn't, I was like, whatever, but I'm glad I stuck through. It's really good. It's only eight episodes. So it's really, really good. You sh- it's worth it's on my list. I just haven't got to it yet. And season two just dropped yesterday of uh, Lost in Space. Oh, it did. Yes. I never finished the first season, I don't think. What? It's so good. <laughs> Those are, I think, all of my at-home recommendations. I probably have more, but that's You can I'm save going. them for next time. That's a lot of... That's like a, It's like 12 hours. No, it's more. It's like 20 hours of film watching <laughs> that right there. Well, mine, I've... I mean, I haven't really watched anything new this past few weeks. I've re-watched all the Star Wars movies, watching The Mandalorian... We love this. The last episode this week. It will be the final episode of season one. There will be a, a, another season yeah. in our house. We love nailed it. Holiday, the holiday one. We just, uh, I think we're only a few episodes in. We just watched the one Paul Shears on it. 
with uh, two other contestants, and it's really good. And then another show on Netflix I really like, I've only watched the Home Alone episode, is The Movies That Made Us. Oh, that yeah. Was, They're all really good. The Die Hard one's amazing. Okay. I only watched... I didn't know any of the stuff about Die Hard. I've only watched the Home Alone one, and I didn't know that it jumped studios and it was about to be shut yeah. down. Like I know. That's, isn't that crazy? And they ran out of money. Yeah. And it, it's really good. The oh, movies yeah. that made us definitely yeah, check that out. The diehard one, like they, no one wanted Bruce Willis. Like they all thought oh. he was going to be horrible because he was only a comedian. Yeah. Actor. He's a TV star. Yeah. And they thought no way. And it, actually the first couple of times they did a trailer, the theaters would start laughing because they thought it was funny that he was in it. And they were like, what? And, but it, and they also talked about how he, that movie changed the action star forever because up until him, action stars didn't get hurt and they weren't like just regular guys. Like, but he was just a regular guy who was bleeding and got beat up a lot and would still save the day. And so it was cool. It was really cool. It's really good. Thanks for listening to another episode of the cinema guys. We will be back in a couple of weeks with our best and worst of 2019 episode. The Cinemaiden will be back with us. I'm at 109 movies this year. I'm at 92, I believe. But The Cinemaiden will be back with us for that episode. So look for it coming in just a couple weeks. And until next time, maybe we will see you at the movies. One second. Reese, quiet. Reese. He's singing. <laughs>